This is the day. Amen. You may be seated. Be welcome in the precious name of our Lord. Feel at home. We of course said it many times and we sang it many times. They are coming from east and west. They are coming from south and north. And so, God has led it so that we are really coming and we were called from all over and we are, of course, coming together to really hear God's word, to believe it, to obey it. Firstly, I would like, just briefly, to give you the greetings from our brethren, from Niger, then from our brethren, from Haiti, then from our brother, John, from Bucharest, then from brethren, from Kabinda, Angola, then from brother, brother Alexander from Port Elizabeth, then again greetings from Romania, greetings from Abidjan, once again from Abidjan, then from brother Moses from the USA, greetings from brother Christian from Ottawa, Greetings from Brother Bruce from Cape Town. Greetings from Brother Joseph from Atlanta. Once again, greetings from Johannesburg from Brother Motika. Once again, greetings from Haiti. Greetings from Brother Grazian from Ashdod, Israel. Greetings from our Brother Frerenz from Budapest. Greetings from Brother Janosch from Poland. Greetings from Nairobi. From my old friend, Brother Paul Nyagi. Then, greetings from Brother Gilbert. Greetings from Brother Etienne. Greetings from Brother Pino. Greetings from Brother Graf. Greetings from Brother Idoni. And greetings from Brother Ngonga. And special greetings from our brother Dr. Mbie. I hope to have not overlooked or forgotten anyone. Just feel at home. We are greeting from this place all.
in all peoples, tongues and nations who are joining us and who are hearing God's word now. We are happy that Brother Jill Song and his wife can be here again. Then, of course, Brother Kupfer also and all who are here tonight. Some traveled more than 1,000 kilometers to be here. May God bless from the riches of His grace that all who are here tonight are not going in such a way as they have come, but that the Lord can help and bless each one. Now just briefly from my last missionary trip, it was one of the most difficult ones and one of the most blessed journeys which I made in all these years. God has given much grace to it. Of course, as I announced, it went from here to Johannesburg, from Johannesburg to Rwanda, Luanda, and then from Luanda back to Johannesburg, from Johannesburg to Harare, from Harare back to Johannesburg, from Johannesburg to Blantyre, and then again back to Blantyre and then to Lilongwe and then back to Johannesburg and then via Zurich back to Düsseldorf. God blessed beyond measure and has given grace. Especially in particular difficult was Angola. Otherwise, the visa one gets very easy. But right in, in that country, one has to register for it in the country itself. And Brother Miskis and myself, we traveled to Frankfurt and we could manage it there. The most tremendous was when we were on the way from the airport then the president phoned me and he said I welcome the German missionary Ewald Frank I welcome him in our country and God has given grace in both cities we rented the little stadiums and a couple of thousand have heard the word of God and they were blessed. The unity, the brotherly love, one could really feel it. One could feel that all were up to date in the kingdom of God that they receive all the brochures in the Portuguese language, that all the DVDs are reaching there, and that just it was taken care for that the country and all the other countries of the Portuguese language that they are looked after now. And you, of course, know that Brazil has more 
inhabitants than all the surrounding countries together. And so we are grateful to God. And also we are grateful for brother Helmut Miskis and his brother Claudio Miskis who are taking care that in the Portuguese language the food can be passed on and so that all can be blessed and are blessed. The Lord God has given grace also in Harare, in Bulewayo, Everywhere God has given grace. People came to hear the word and they were blessed. Yesterday it was, we let it out from the internet, we printed it. How many flights I made during this year. Exactly 80 flights. Exactly 80 flights with a date, with a flight number, and this in 29 countries. I did my part. I carried the word of the Lord just as he commanded me. And we are convinced that our Lord is really calling out the last ones. And it's really important now that we are hearkening to his voice and that we are not mixing anything, not interpreting anything, but that we remain in the original word of our God and are thus being prepared unto the glorious day of the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And especially in the first song, we emphasized it already. We sang it. Sing, I will sing of my Redeemer, of His grace, of His love, of His dying on the cross, of His redemption power, which makes free. Jesus Christ is the message which we carry through the land, as the German song goes. Not only a message, but Jesus Christ, the center of the message which we are carrying. We are convinced that the Lord, by His grace, He introduced us into His plan of salvation, that He has given us revelation. And this one can really say humbly, so that we are up to date in the kingdom of God. And if we look back into church history, then God, of course, always had men whom he could use, whether it was in the time of Reformation or afterward, at their time, They preached that what was 
what had to be preached according to the plan of salvation at the time. And we also understood that at the end everything has to be restored. That we are not only going back to the days of Reformation or to the days afterward. No, that we are really going back to the very beginning. And very briefly, we will deal with it tonight. We need conversions who are connected, who, who are getting the crowning with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We will get them just as it really was at the beginning. And we believe that God will start to work in a supernatural way. But in us must be the longing for it, the yearning, so that the Lord can come to His right with us and so that He can give us all the blessings. If we look, if we look into our time, then it was never like this, be it politically, be it religiously, in, in every way one looks at, be it the godlessness, be it the unrighteousness of which our Lord said, when the unrighteousness will prevail, will take over, then men, the love in many will wax cold. As in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, everything is being fulfilled, everything is taking place before our very eyes. But here we must make the absolute difference between the world and between the children of God. The one applies to the world and that what is happening in the world but the children of God, they have, an, they have received new life from God. And it's, it's impossible for them to remain in the old life. They have to be renewed. We all understood, especially concerning, one, one actually doesn't want to take these words into one's mouth, but it's really like this, that everything, everything what God ordained already at the creation, that it must remain like this. God gave to Adam a Eve and not a second Adam. God, all things in the creation and in the order, in the plan of salvation, He ordained everything in such a way as He counted it to be right. Brothers and sisters, it must be said at this place that no one, no one who doesn't live according to the word of God, no one can reckon to have part in the rapture. That no one thinks that the grace will be sufficient. The grace is sufficient to 
take us from the old into the new life, not to remain in the old life. Now, for this, just a few scriptures. And it was Paul who already at that time said in Romans chapter 1, he complained about it. What also has to be complained about in our time. But as already said, the one is the kingdom of God and the children of God who are in the kingdom of God and the other one is the world. The world can do and leave what it likes. We not. We are submitted under God and His word and we may do by His grace what is pleasing unto Him. In Romans, chapter 1, we read in verse 18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. And then the Apostle continues to write that they didn't recognize God. His invisible nature they didn't recognize. And they fell, they fell prey for things. They, were, they have been darkened. And then, from verse 24, he listed the register from verse 24 in Romans chapter 1. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. And then everything is listed. What already then, at the time of the apostles, was on the earth. Of course, not in the measure as today. And at that time, there was no TV and no No press media could report about it. Today, all know about each one. Up to the highest ranks in governments, we know what's going on. Now, in verse 25, it continues. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. And then, as Ezra said, one almost doesn't dare to read on here. But that's how it is written, of course, in verse 26. For this cause, for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women 
did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. One doesn't want to read on here. I say it once again. This is the condition of the world, of the, the unbelieving condition, the condition of those who don't know God, who didn't experience a redemption, who are walking their own ways. For us, who we have become believers, who we have experienced the renewing, for, for us who we were born again unto a living hope, and this I dare to say here now, by faith, that there is no child of God to which these things would apply, of which we could read on here. There is no homosexual among the true children of God, and there is not one single woman who would live together with another woman. This is, of course, present in the world, but not among the children of God. And we will read about it, namely in Galatians, in chapter 5, that not only these things which are listed here, but that a whole register was listed here by which we are excluded from the kingdom of God. Now just say honestly, brothers and sisters, what does God want in heaven with people who didn't receive the finished work of redemption, who, who are walking on in their own ways, in their stubbornness? God wants to make such people out of us who are walking in His ways, people who are well-pleasing unto Him, just as Enoch had the well-pleasing of God, so may God's well-pleasing rest upon all of us. And when Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Every man has have his own wife and every woman have his own husband. Then this is still valid today. This is the divine order in the creation. And this order is also for the church. It, then in Galatians, in chapter 5, we have the listing of all the things which exclude us from the kingdom of God. And we really, we must examine ourselves. We must look into the mirror of the world, 
not to think on others, but time and again asking the question, how do I stand before God? Then let us read Galatians chapter 5 from verse 19. Now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, licentiousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. It's just like that, that through the proclamation of the wonderful gospel of Jesus Christ, it's not only a message which is hanging in the air. No, it takes reference to Calvary, to the finished work of redemption on the cross of Calvary, where the blood of the Lamb of God was shed for our redemption and forgiveness to by this bring us back to God. Yes, to give us the reconciliation with God by grace. In the Old Testament, God really, He listed a whole register what, ex, what mankind doesn't, is not allowed to do. And this in connection with the term I am holy and ye shall be also holy. And then in connection with that no one will see God without being holy. Sanctify them in thy truth. Thy word is the truth. Here in Leviticus chapter 20 it's written from verse 7. I will not read all the verses. It's almost uh, shameful to read what, 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 what has come from the mouth of God. God doesn't have to take anything back. Nothing of the Ten Commandments. Nothing of all what He said ever. God doesn't have to take back anything. And even of the law, not a tittle, not, not a nothing will vanish. Everything will be fulfilled. And whoever is in Christ Jesus, he has experienced his crucifixion with Christ to live then a life together with God. Here a register is listed in Leviticus chapter 20 from verse 7. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. 
and ye shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord who sanctifieth you. So, become doers of the word. Do what I commanded you. And then all the commandments are coming. Please forgive me, but it has to be read. It has to be read, especially for all the newcomers whom the Lord is calling out now, who have to be delivered from all uh, uh, habits and from all bondages. They have to be delivered and set free. This can, up, this can go to drunkenness, this can go to smoking, this can this include all kinds of human life. The Lord has come to redeem us, to set us free, to make all things new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And today, the full gospel of Jesus Christ, our Lord, shall become the power of God to all of us. Here it's written from verse 9 in Leviticus 20. For everyone that curseth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. And then it... it, it oh, it's... Uh, and the man that committeth adultery with another man's wife, even he that committeth adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. Let us just assume that at the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord, uh, somebody would live in adultery and then counting with the rapture. This is absolutely impossible. Absolutely impossible. It's impossible. Into heaven will only people enter who are of a pure heart, whose life was purged, who are in agreement with God and His Word. Then it continues. Adulterous. Death penalty. Then 11. And a man that lieth with his father's wife. What is this now? And then continues. And if a man lie with his daughter-in-law, what is this now? And then it continues. If a man also lie with men as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. The same applies then in verse 14. 
And if a man take a wife and her mother, what is this now? Verse 15, And if a man lie with a beast, verse 16, if a woman approach unto any... One has to stop here. But I just want to have it said here, especially all the newcomers who didn't experience yet a true conversion, who have still trouble in their personal life, be delivered. Whom the Son of God sets free is free indeed. He has absolutely no bondage which would be left but redeemed redeemed I am by the blood of the Lamb as the German song goes then back to Galatians chapter 5 where everything even envy, strife, drunkenness everything was listed all the things which, which exclude us from the kingdom of God brothers and sisters let us take heed that everything becomes new, that we don't rest until we rest in God and that it can really be manifested. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old is past. All things have become new. In Ephesians chapter 4, Paul from verse 17 gave special instructions which we all have to take to heart. Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 17. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Not like the Gentiles. Verse 18, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God, through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto licentiousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. Then, from verse 22, that ye put off concerning the former conduct, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 
and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And then it's listed what we have to put off, that we really are transferred into the image and nature of Jesus Christ, our Lord. All children of God have the life of the Son of God in themselves, in them. And we believe with all our hearts that the Lord will, will finish the work which He started. But we doesn't have to take anything lightly and say, oh, somehow it will work, somehow it, it, it will go. It will only go if we allow God to do it now by the Word and by the blood and by the Spirit of God. We, we all know that it goes back to the beginning. The first disobedience, of course, uh, caused everything else. And then we go back to Genesis chapter 2. Because God created man in his image according to chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. But then, in chapter 2, in Genesis, in chapter 2, verse 7, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Here we have the beginning of man as he came, as, as he was formed into this body of flesh and as he received the life from God. Man was created for the, to be in fellowship with God. Of course, God came every evening, in the cool of the evening, He came into the Garden of Eden, into paradise, to have fellowship, to have fellowship with Adam and Eve. Yeah, and then, then the enemy used the serpent and the beguiling happened. And when did it happen? When Eve listened. When Eve gave her ear. And in that moment, the one caused the other. Brothers and sisters, we must come under the divine influence. We must distinguish where the enemy wants to tempt us and then just resisting him. Then, in Genesis, chapter 2, in verse 16 and 17, here it's written, and the Lord God 
Genesis 2, 16 and 17, And the Lord God commanded man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. And you know exactly, in chapter 3, in verse 1, Satan just added one word, the word not. And it was enough to everything what God said to make it unvalid for them and to fall into temptation. Then, verse 17, verse 17, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Let us read verse 1 in chapter 3. Now, the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, has God said, yes, God really said, God really said, but here, the doubt, the doubt was sown. And Eve was going for it. And here the word not. Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. God said, you may eat from all trees, only of the one not. And the, the enemy just put it upside down. And he said, and he pulled Eve into it, into the transgression. I looked it up, what in the various translations is written in Genesis 3, verse 15 and 16, just to show us what the transgression was, that it was not about the mouth which was then hurting, no, that here a result, a result was. There was a result. Genesis, chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. He shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. And now comes the special words. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow shalt thou bring forth children. And thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Today, I brought with me the translation of Elberfelder. You know all who made this translation. Here the man really 
He translated more precise. Some translate because you became pregnant. The other translate because you conceived. And the third one, just as we read it now in the Menge translation. I read now from this translation, from Genesis chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. I translate freely. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. He shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now, verse 16. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow of thy pregnancy, conception, yeah, of thy pregnancy. I will greatly multiply the sorrow of thy pregnancy. In sorrow, in pain, shalt thou bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband. In the other translation, in the English it says, of the conception in sorrow, in pain shall thou bring forth children. As I was searching and researching and reading this, I was thanking God. The translators, they really made efforts and each one wanted to hit the point just as he somehow could. And then there, of course, the one translator who was here a bit more precise and the other translator was here a bit more precise. But he who is of God, he gets the things revealed. You, of course, know what Brother Brenham said about it, especially in the sermon of the 31st of October, 65. In the morning, the one, and in the afternoon, the other one. Two different seeds. And then the children were born. But the word here, I will greatly multiply the pain of thy pregnancy. And in sorrow, in pain, shall thou bring forth children. I was just grateful, grateful that in the German language we have 21 different translations that one just reads again and I'm always happy when it is very precise. When it is very precise, then I'm very, very happy. But to us, the Spirit, of course, has revealed it to us anyhow. It was preached. It was preached what we have to know. So, and if we now think about it, there Eve, the one who was beguiled, and here Mary, the one pardoned by God, here the seed of the enemy, here the promised seed of God, here the fall, here the separation, here death, here reconciliation, the new life from God. So, the fall was made well again. And we don't have to spend time with the fall anymore. 
just to believe with all our hearts that our Lord really he has bruised the head of the serpent. We got a full redemption. And with this redemption, we have, we have been taken out from the old condition and have been placed into the new condition. And then it has been fulfilled, of course, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. I was thinking on Isaiah 53, the most important chapter concerning the redemption that our Lord and Savior went to the cross for us and that He really made all damage well and that we forever have become sons and daughters of God. Here in Isaiah, chapter 53, in verse 4, surely he has borne our griefs, our sicknesses, and carried our sorrows, our pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. And now it comes. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with, and with his stripes we are healed. Just say Amen. This is the gospel. This is the gospel. Verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Your iniquity, your transgression, everything what what concerned you was laid upon him receive it receive the full redemption the full deliverance of every burden of every bondage of everything what is enslaving you be delivered the word of the cross is the power of God to all them who believe with all their hearts then verse 10 Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Today, the pleasure, the will of the Lord, not only by the Redeemer, but also by the redeemed shall take place, so that God can come to His right with all of us by His grace. Then verse 11, in Isaiah chapter 53, 
He shall see of the travail of his soul. He shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. For he shall bear their iniquities. So no theoretical redemption. No, in the deed, our Lord and Redeemer, every transgression, every bondage, everything that was concerning us, he has really put it on himself and he nailed it and carried it to the cross and he shed his blood so that we receive the forgiveness by his grace and that we can rejoice about it, that the Lord really has given a new life into us. Then, verse 12, in Isaiah 53, Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with a strong, because, because he has poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. So, a perfect redemption has been given to us by His grace. Now, in reference to the scriptures which we were reading, let me say it once again. No one, no one, who was listed in the whole register where the death penalty is upon and commanded. Why? Why? God wanted to have order already in his natural church of Israel. He didn't want that one man has the wife of another man and living in adultery. He wanted peace. He wanted harmony. He wanted that all families are living in peace and blessing. And just be honest, be honest. All who are not the youngest anymore, what kind of time was it where the family was still a family? where grandma and grandpa, mom and dad were together, where all knew what has to be done to every day of daytime and in what time we are living today. In which country is it where, where there are more divorces than marriages? It's written in the newspaper. A country in which, um, which, in which more divorces took place than marriages. Just imagine this. Is this a family where a mother is alone with a child? Where the father is some, somewhere else? Or, or the other way around? Where is the family? What has become out of society? What has become? Everything has fallen apart. The marriages, families, everything is a Sodom and Gomorrah. But in the church, 
of the living God, everything will be restored. The divine order will be again here. It will be by grace again here. The Lord really took care for everything, and especially for the places, if one reads the places of Gethsemane, how the Lord was in prayer, how he was wrestling, and how he went to the cross. He was wrestling for you and for me, for you and my soul, for the soul is the life. We showed it in the new circular letter with the three circles as Brother Brenham mentioned it. So the soul, the most inner part of the inner, must be touched. There the divine life has to be planted into it. And of this divine life, everything else will be included. And so, so the Lord will come to his right with all of us. So, the fall was made well again. The redemption was finished. All of us, we may have part in what God has given us in Christ Jesus our Lord. And then, then the wonderful instructions, the insight, the introduction into the plan of salvation of our God. Also about this I was reading today, what is written in Luke chapter 1 about it. When John carried out his ministry and how the people were brought back to God. Not only a message to follow a man, but to have been brought back to the Lord. That's how it is written here in Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, verse 15, 16, 17. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And now comes the wonderful verse 16. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God, Turn to the Lord their God. Verse 17. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. The same must be achieved now with the end time message that we are turned back to the Lord, that we are brought back to the beginning that we make the same spiritual experiences by grace, renewing 
the new birth, baptism in the Holy Spirit, everything must become as it was at the beginning. And brothers and sisters, we cannot wait with it until we are found foolish virgins knocking one day. No, we must now wake up and we must say, Beloved Lord, I want to be part of the wise virgins. I want to be part of the rapture. Be merciful to me, Lord. Everything what I need for it, this, please give it to me. And it's of course written, how should God, not with Him, not give us everything? Then, once again, the emphasis for all, especially for all the newcomers from First Peter. The Apostle writes here with all his heart, and he left it to us. Namely, First Peter, chapter 1. And here it's written just as in the Old Testament. Leviticus 20. I am holy and ye shall be holy. Then verse 13, from verse 13 in First Peter, chapter 1. Wherefore, Gird up the loins of your mind. Be sober and set your hope fully upon the grace that is to be offered unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. At the revelation of Jesus Christ offered unto you. Then, Verse 14, as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, but as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conduct. God consecrated, just consecrated to God, obeying the word, living out the word, no resistance anymore, but having a yes to every word of God. Man, of course, doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then, it's written in verse 16, because it is written, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Then verse 18 and 19, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversations received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. 
who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. One can read on. So, not that what God condemned, what God complained about, what God didn't want to have. And therefore, there's, there's therefore now no more condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus. The condemnation by the law came upon all who transgressed what God commanded. Then came the condemnation and what goes with it. But now, for all who are in Christ Jesus, all who have part in the redemption, there's no condemnation anymore. The, the sentence, the judgment was upon the Redeemer so that I and you, so that we can go out freely and that we can be partakers of the divine nature. This is God's work in you and me. And this we want to believe with all our hearts. All who didn't have yet an experience with the Lord, who didn't experience a conversion, please, brothers, sisters, receive it. I cannot afford to preach the word without having, having had preached these basic truths. One has to make the start properly. The first steps have to be made. Repent, repent and come back to the Lord. And then be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins as the confirmation that one has received the, con the forgiveness by the blood. Then we are baptized. And then ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For, un for the promise is unto you and to your children and as many as the Lord our God shall call. So, a full gospel, a whole counsel of God. And now, we may hear the last message together. We may hear the last call and we may say yes to every word of God. And really, loosening ourselves from everything what is not in line with God and God's word. And in the most inner part, we can be renewed by His grace. And by this, we get the direct connection to the supernatural working and moving of the Holy Spirit in our time. Many times it was emphasized, Brother Brenham did not only have a commission, not only a sending, he not only brought us a message, he had a restored ministry, a 
prophetic, apostolic, restored ministry. Through him happened, of course, what happened in the ministry of our Lord. In our time, it repeated. And the church, the church will experience also the restoration. And Brother Branham said, what God did through the messenger, He will do also through the church who believes the message, who received the message. God doesn't make empty words. God stands to His promises. The fulfillment of time is here, and God has His way with His church. Be ye holy, for I am holy, says the Lord. And we truly We want that all, by His grace, are part of the rapture, that they just reach the goal. And so we will examine ourselves with the Word, and then we will recognize whether we agree with the Word. The great God has, has made such great efforts in all of the history of time. Let us belong to those who now, at the end of the time of grace, experience what the Lord God said and foretold in the prophet Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah, he of course included everything concerning the counsel of God. And here it's written, Isaiah, chapter 12, Isaiah, chapter 12, from verse 3. Isaiah 12, from verse 3. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. This is the day of salvation. This is the acceptable time. And with joy, with joy we can come and we can, we, sh we can draw water out of the wells of salvation, even today, also today. Then verse 4, And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon His name, declare His doings among the people, make mention that His name is exalted. We have to announce it among all nations, what, what God has done in this time. Also, that He revealed His name, that He revealed His plan of salvation to us. Then verse 5, once again, sing unto the Lord, Sing unto the Lord, for He has done excellent things. For He has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. 
Hear this, all ye people, beginning from New Zealand via Australia, around the whole world. Hear this, ye peoples all, and especially all who are part of the people of God. Sing to the Lord. For the Lord has done excellent things in us. The Lord has finished everything. This has to be proclaimed all over the earth. Also what God did in our time must and will be proclaimed in all the world. Vesix, cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Also tonight, he is present. He spoke to us, especially to all who are newly added who by grace have consecrated their lives to the Lord. Please accept it. When I see all the young people, then I can do nothing else but to consecrate you to the Lord, to pray for you, that the Lord God be with you. Also now, it's more important than ever to make the right decision also for life, by grace, to make the right decision for life that we are really prepared and that we truly reach the goal together. Rejoice, ye inhabitants of Zion. What is written in Hebrews 12? You have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God. Brothers and sisters, we have much reason to thank our Lord with all our hearts. Once again, let it be emphasized. Now there is now no more condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus, who, not, who are not walking after the flesh, but who walk after the Spirit. And then comes only, what is it? Second Corinthians, chapter 7, verse 1. So, that we should purge ourselves from everything, be it the natural or the spiritual realm. And may God give grace to it today in a special way, that we take the word of God seriously and that we know that everything what he promised that he also keeps and this he he fulfills it and we may have part in it by grace now second corinthians 1 verse 7 second corinthians 7 verse 1 Having therefore these promises dearly beloved let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of God The Amen was not loud enough We agree 
Let us read it once again. And let us find ourselves again in this verse without any resistance and saying, having therefore these promises, tell me one denomination which believes and takes the promises serious, which got the promises revealed. Tell me one on the earth. Tell me one denomination. And, the, and, and even the main promise, what God would do before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Who believes that promise of God? Who? Only the children of promise believe the word of promise and receive the spirit of promise. Once again, having therefore these promises, after what are these words written? Ye my people come out, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing. Then I will receive you, then I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. And afterward, having therefore these promises, Dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. All the others, they will continue to walk on their own ways. All will do what they like. And God will not intervene. This will be done on the last judgment, when all will appear before the judgment seat. The Lord speaks to His people who received His promises and who believe them. And of us it is required that we cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit and thus perfecting holiness in the fear of God. The fear of God is the beginning of divine wisdom. The Lord, the ever-faithful God, who has visited His people so graciously in this time, may He give it to all of us, young and old, all the newcomers, And all who are already following the Lord for many years, may the Lord give it to all of us that we experience the completion in the holiness, in the separation by His grace. And nothing happens amongst us what, what is under the curse what is under what God has forbidden, but that it truly are found in the will of God according to the word of God, living in it. May God give it to me. May God give it to all of us by grace. Yes, He has given it to us already. How should He not give us with Him everything, namely in Christ Jesus, our Lord? Forget all the past and look on Jesus Christ, the, the author and the finisher of the faith. He will bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass by the power of the blood of the Lamb, by the power of the Word of God, which never returns void, but which always accomplishes for what God has sent it for. 
and by His Spirit who is also working in our midst tonight. To Him, the Almighty God, be the praise and honor, glory and praise and adoration now and forever. Amen. Let us stand up. Let us sing the chorus as so often, just as I am. We remain in silent prayer. Perhaps the two sisters have a song which fits to the sermon. You know, I'm not a moral preacher, but it just goes to it, goes with it. One brother, he even asked the question, please forgive me that I say this here. Do the sisters, do the sisters have uh, long garments, long enough garments when they sing? Really, the people worldwide, they are asking questions. The sisters who are singing, who are singing in the choir, the sisters, Do they have long enough garments? I didn't look at it today. I cannot judge it. But we see what the people are looking at. What they are brothers and sisters. Let us look to the Lord. He will bring everything to pass. Also, the skirts will be long enough. The hair will be long enough. Everything will be as God wants to have it. Just believe the Lord brings everything to pass. Blessed be his holy name. Wenn wir wandern im Herrn, Gottes Wort uns erstern, O wie schwinden da dunkel und grau, denn er lenkt jeden Schritt, seine Gnade geht mit, bei uns allen, die folgen und trauen. Folgen und trauen, wir zum Siegen und schauen, bis zum Frieden der Seele musst du folgen und trauen. Nicht ein Schatten entsteht, 
Wolke vergeht, wenn sein Lächeln die Seele erfreut. Weder Zweifel noch Schmerz können ängsten das Herz, wenn wir trauen und gehorchen allzeit. Folgen und trauen wir zum Siegen und schauen, willst du Frieden der Seele, musst du folgen und trauen. Uns bedrückt keine Last, die nicht er auch erfasst, auf ihn dürfen wir alle Zeit bauen. Er hat Segen bereit, auch im Kreuz und im Leid, wenn gehorsam wir folgen und trauen. Folgen und trauen, wir zum Siegen und schauen, willst du Frieden der Seele, musst du folgen und trauen. Unser Leben und Sein gehört Jesus allein, auf dem Brandaltar will er es schauen, denn die Zucht, die er übt und die Kraft, die er gibt, sind für die, die ihm folgen und trauen. Folgen und trauen, wir zum Siegen und schauen, willst du Frieden der Seele, musst du folgen und trauen. Eins wird er offenbar, seiner wartenden Schar, die den König in Schöne soll schauen. Einen Platz auf dem Thron, ja, das Reich und die Kron, gibt er denen, die folgen und trauen. Folgen und trauen, wir zum Siegen und schauen, willst du Frieden der Seele, musst du folgen und trauen. Folgen und trauen, wir zum Siegen und schauen, willst du Frieden der Seele, musst du folgen und trauen. Amen. Amen. Now we will pray together, trusting the Lord. He will bring it to pass with all who believe Him. In every meeting in which the Lord was present, that happened. What had, what had to happen? Sick were healed, the sinners were saved, Those in bondage were delivered. 
an uns, ja in unserer Mitte Bestätigung finden. May it be confirmed in our midst today that the Lord is present that he confirms his word today as he did it always. To him we want to trust and may all worldwide who have listened may all join us in prayer and may all believe as we believe now the Lord and as we trust him knowing he who comes to him, he will in no wise cast out. And as we read in the word of introduction, all who received him, to them gave he power to become the children of God, even to them who believe on his name. We believe in his name. We believe in the finished work of redemption, which he purchased for us on the cross of Calvary. And we believe that he, with his own holy blood, entered the most holy place and he laid it upon the mercy seat. And as already written in Exodus 12, when I see the blood, then I will pass over you. Receive the blood. Receive the sacrifice. And the judgment angel must pass over you. He cannot do you any harm. The blood of the Lamb cleanses me. Let us sing, The blood of the Lamb cleanses me. As we are having our heads bowed in prayer and as we are seeking the fellowship with God, let me ask, who would like to be included in this prayer? If the Lord has spoken to you and if you, when you want to come to him, please, that's how it is written. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest for your souls. Today, now, it shall and can happen. Whoever would like to be included in this prayer, just raise your hand briefly. All over the hands are going up. 
So many we cannot call to the front. But the Lord, He has called you. And this is enough. You have heard the call. And together we are coming now into the presence of our God. Brother Schmidt will pray with us. And all of us, we pray now and we believe together. Heavenly Father, we are thanking you for the grace and faithfulness. We thank you, God of heaven and of earth, you who have purchased a people, you, have, you, you have chosen the people, which is holy, pure, without spot, without wrinkle, it shall be this people. Lord, my God, we thank you that you in Christ Jesus our Lord you have finished it we thank you that we can live in this time in which you again have put your word unto the lampstand and you have pointed to it what would be in the last days we see it, but in the same way, we also see and experience your grace and faithfulness, your word and the leading of your spirit through which you are leading us into all the truth. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Please bless us. Bless all over your people, wherever they are gathered. Lord, we ask it, let your word reach the ends of the earth, so that those who are ordained for it may hear it and are coming out, and give us also grace at this place, who we are gathered here in your presence, O God. Cleanse, sanctify us through and through, lead us by your Spirit. For the glory of your name. Amen. Closer to home, closer. Yes, one could also sing the other stanzas. We are just overwhelmed of the grace of God, of the love of God, of all what God has done up to now. 
that he has from more than seven billions of people that he has called us out and that he has that he has received us and that he has revealed his word unto us agreeing with our Lord the Lord said it pleased the father to give to the little flock the kingdom it's not the multitude it's the little flock the small flock the, the sheep of his hand the sheep which he leads and the Lord will have a church without spot and without wrinkle in his presence and we are trusting him that he has worked faith and obedience everything what we need to reach our destination all who have dedicated their lives to the Lord receive it it's your day the scripture says whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved in that moment where you are calling upon the name of the Lord and that what he has done for you in that moment you accept it in that moment you have been pardoned by God and the Lord will do everything else for you the wish was that it should be announced that the German circular letter came out of the press yesterday. All the other translations are still in the process. Now the suggestion was whoever takes it with him, it, there's no need that we send it again. But I think you can also pass it on. So, you can also give a circular letter to a friend, receive it just double. Why not? Perhaps the Lord God lays someone on your heart, and to him you can then give the circular, which will come by post. It was the wish, it was the wish that the circulars should be fetched at the dispatch office. And it can also be that tomorrow morning, we will have some circular letters here at the entrance area. Whatever, whatever you have on your heart, may it happen. Let us sing. Please, may all the parents look after their children so that there is really order also in the house of God, on the premises and in the buildings so that nobody needs to complain and after midnight they can only be sung in the spirit as Paul and Silas did it if this is not the case then I would say become silent please pray silent praise, honor Amen. Amen. Er hat uns gesehen. He blessed Amen. us.
Seid gesegnet im Namen des Herrn. Jeder reicht jedem die Hand und der mit uns bis morgen.